All right, we're starting Daf Kuf Yud, and we are continuing with the <coughs> seven things, number six of the seven that Anmain had uh, argued the Chalm on. Yesterday we discussed the three, and or three that Rigam Leo was Haida to, and now we're going to continue, and then we'll go into the, let's, we'll start what's called the Eretz Yisrael Gemara set, we were pretty much end Ksuba. So now, Zakta Mishnah, at the beginning. Right? So let's say a guy is mighty. So Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon. Shimon now comes to Bezdin. He brings the shtar chayv. And Ruvain, so Shimon shows up to court as a malva of Ruvain. And Ruvain shows up with a shtar mecher, saying that after the loan date, and the Rishon explained the loan had to have been due, so Ruvain bought or Shimon sold him a field. Now, in those days, the only reason you'd sell a field is if you needed the money. So if I owed you money, okay, if I owed you money and you needed money, you wouldn't come to sell me a field. What you do is collect, if the money was due, you'd collect the money that's due. So from the fact that you sold me a field, and we saw yesterday, we're continuing with this idea of using rias to disprove that money is owed. So from the fact that you sold me a field, even though the loan would have been due the date on the, on the day you sold me the field, the loan was already due and you didn't collect your loan, shows that the loan wasn't really an outstanding loan. Because otherwise you wouldn't have sold the field to raise money. You would have collected the money that I owed you. Okay, so I might see Shtarchai Valchadeira, but Halal Haitzi Shemechalayas Asada. So Ruvain, right, Ruvain, Shimon comes to the court, says, Ruvain, you owe me $100. And Ruvain says, What are you talking about? You sold me a field after the due date on the star. Must be that I don't owe you this money. Reuven could say, had, if I really owed you money, then so then when I, when I produce money to buy the field, you should have taken that money and used it to pay back the loan. Why are you selling me a field? No, it was smart. It was a strategic move. I gave you the field because I could take it as a mashkin. So I'll get the money. It was maybe you weren't willing to pay the chayv for whatever reason. And I sold you the field. I got the money that way. And now I can go ahead and produce the note and take a mashkin of the field. So it was strategic on my part. So we'll have to understand exactly what's going on over here. But what's interesting is uh, Rashi says that... Now, the, the bottom line is that the malva... Rashi says the, bo- the, the bottom line is the malva is coming with a star chayv. You owe me the money. I have a, a legal binding document that Ruvain owns the money. So what's Ruvain saying? So Rashi says, Ruvain's saying, He tines this mezuyah for perua. And it's a little bit difficult to understand because, again, if a guy says, And to state mezuyah is also not believed, there's an edim on the star. It's a legal document. Mikuyim, then the whole nine yards. It's good. It's a good document. So how can you walk in and say Mizuyah if you're not believed? So the, the Shach explains, that, w- explains Rashi. And again, it's still not a perfect way of understanding it. That Basically, the Leva here is saying, like, I don't know about the star. I don't know about the loan. The, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's Mizuyah. Not really my problem. I don't know what it is. I'm not tying it's Mizuyah. I can't explain why you have a star chayv. It's irrelevant because if I really, again, the point is, it's the strength of the argument here that if I really owed you money and the money was due, you would not have sold me a field. I, I gave you money to buy the field. You wouldn't have sold me a field if I truly owed you money. Why would you, why would you, why would we come on to a last resort of selling your assets 
to raise funds when you should have just collected the money that I owed you. When, when a person makes a loan, don't they automatically get a security interest in all of the borrower's property? Right, and here he didn't have any. Right, so, so, so the Mepharshim explained that here the Leiva had no other property. He had zero property. So the Malva, that's, that's the Chacham Steina, is that the Malva is, is giving him a piece of property and taking the money, and Adam is saying, well, what is this? Why, why go through this whole thing? Just take the money. Now, we have to really qualify this Machlik. It's like the Gemara. My time in the Rabbanon, Shaper Kama Adman. Adman says, it's a good Taina, right? The guy doesn't, you have to go with the prevailing thought. They weren't in like, it, weren't, it wasn't like us. We were, in those days, they would not have sold a piece of land unless they needed the money. If you needed the money, you should have collected the Chayv. Okay, not not sold a piece of land. Something like this. It depends. So if we're gonna we're gonna we're going to require the buyer to show up with the money first, and then I'll sell you the field. Meaning, give me the money, and then I'll give you the deed to the field. If that's the way it works, so then and the loan, as we explained, the loan was already had reached its maturity date. It was already due. It was collectible. So then, Everybody agrees to Admin's Taina. That's ridiculous, right? You're pulling strategic moves to get what? To get the same money that you had in your hand. The money was produced in advance of buying the field. So you should have just taken it to pay your loan back. Keep Ligi, where's the Homachegis? Ba'asra Dixidi Shtara, where they'll first write the Shtar Mecher. Meaning they'll conduct the transaction and then the money is collectible afterwards. So Adman Okay, that Adman holds, and we really touched on this yesterday, we have to be Mahalik, but Adman says, look, you as a Malva, I understand you were trying to do a strategic move, but it's a really bad look. It's a really bad look for you, and therefore you should have given him a duh. You should have said, look, I, I know that I'm selling a piece of land, I'm only doing it strategically. To give the guy a mashkin so that I, because I'm afraid of, I'm afraid he's, I'm not going to be able to collect the money straight up. But it's a really bad look because, again, like we said, if we go with the starting understanding that nobody sells something to raise unless they really need the money. So if you really need the money, you should have collected the loan. And therefore, it's a bad look that you were doing this, this whole uh, strategic move over here to get something to be mashkinable. You should have given a maida. Maida means, again, when you're doing something that flies in the face of what we think would be the, you know, you want to come back and essentially, uh, you know, you, you want to come back and essentially uh, undo what you did and say, like, I was just, oh, I was just joking or whatever, or, like, I did it for strategic reasons. You would give a maida privately. You would go into Bezin and say, I know I just did X, Y, Z, but really it's because I plan on doing A, B, C. Okay? And therefore, no, maidas don't work. Now, before, if you remember, the Gemara said when we had Alsa Simon in yesterday's daf, so we said, we took it as like a, what, you're, you're asking the guy to, to, to make a maida? There's no reason to hear that. And it sounds like a different hakol. When Tysus addresses this, a different hakol, we wouldn't expect the guy to make a maida because word gets out. And we've got to keep this. If it's a strategic move, that means, that means we don't want the life of finding out what, what the Malva's doing. So why over here are we making this maida? You should have made a maida. And the Rabbanon hold, why is this now a machlekes? And... Tosh explains that in this case, it's much worse. Over there, it was just also similar la That's what we we're talking about. You signed as an aide when the field being referenced in the sale document referenced the field that you were later going to plan on it. Okay. It's problematic as to why you agreed to sign on it, but it's not the same as, again, if you only sell something when you need money and you could have had an opportunity to collect the money right now, this is much more problematic, and therefore there's more of a reason to say that you should have had a maida in this case. Let's move on to the next case, which is going to be a little bit more complicated, and then we have 
some. Oh, so move on to the Eretz Gemaras. Okay, Shnayim Shaitzu Star Chayiv Zel Zezak. The next Mishnah. So two people, walk, two people walk into court. Each has a loan document. Admanaimer Ilu Yisi Chayiv Lacha Ketzerato Levi Mimeni. Well, if I owed you money, why were you borrowing from me? You should have just again. If you needed money, why were you borrowing from me? You should have just. I would have paid you back. LMI must be. I don't really owe you any money. So similar time, sort of time as we had before. Okay, now we have to understand what is the case of our Mishnah. Okay, what is due? What's going on over here? Okay, so, but before we do that, let's go into a machlekes amarayim that seems to be similar sort of machlekes. And through that, try to understand the machlekes amarayim, we're going to come up with a new understanding of what the case of our Mishnah is. Again, what's really the Machlechus over here? If they both walk in with the Shtar Chayv, Adman's Tain, again, if the, if the Shtar was due when the second guy, they both walk into Bezin. If the Shtar was due, then it's a great Taina. So if I, loan you, if I loan you money after the money I owed you was already due, then obviously your loan is nothing. Why would you have ever borrowed money from me? You should have just collected if I had the money, right? So what's the whole time over here we're going to have to get to? Now, Zaktengamar, Itmar. So two people, okay, are mighty shtar chayv. Rav Nachman Amar, Hafuchi Matarta Lomali. Okay, now, again, here, we're going with the assumption, however we understand the case, let's take a standard case, two people walk with a star chayv, we have to qualify all this. But they're not really arguing whether about the validity of the loan. This is just about, this is a collection issue. Meaning, and what they're both saying is like this, we're going to have to qualify. So again, they both walk with a star chayv, I have a star chayv on you, you have a star chayv on me, we'll get to the details of that later. They're both valid shtaris, they both are collectible shtaris. Now the question is, am I going to collect? And... Really, everybody holds that if you're not accomplishing anything by the collection, if, there's gonna, if it's par, right? Normally, what's a normal loan is we collect from baininess. So if I'm going to collect your baininess, and you're going to collect my baininess, we're doing an even exchange, then everybody would really hold hafuchi matar to lamali. What are we going through this whole process for nothing? We're just, we're just swapping shtaris for no... We're swapping, we're swapping lands for no purpose, right? We're both going to end up exactly at the same place, so why go through this exercise in futility? Rav Nachman says, no, we would collect the land. Now, what is the machlekes? Machlekes is... How do you qualify Bainus? So let's try to understand this. Okay, so we have a machlekes on Marayim. Do you collect a loan where you have offsetting loans? Or do you just cancel them out and say, let's not, let's not bother with the trouble? I owe you $100, you owe me $100, we cancel out. Or do I collect the land, you collect the land? So what's the machlekes over here? Ella's <coughs> right, so you just cancel it out. You don't have to bother swapping if you're going to collect and then pay the same exact thing. Now, Dekule Alma. Everybody holds if it's idis vi idis, bainanis vi bainanis vi buris vi buris. So if each party has three classes of lands, idis, bainanis, vi buris. Idis is the top, bainanis is the middle, and vi is the lower end. Now, bal chayv is gaiva from bainanis. So if they all have all three lands, so then, of course, everyone's going to agree, hafuchem atarta lamali, vada hafuchem atarta hu. Okay, then even Rav Nachman's going to agree, you don't bother collecting. So our case is going to be a specific case, meaning Rav Sheshis and Rav Nachman are arguing, do you bother collecting the loan or do you cancel them out? In what's the case? Well, not if they all have each of those three lands. So one guy has Beninus and one guy has Ziburis. Now, what's the Machlekes? Again, we still haven't explained what the Machlekes is. The Machlekes is, when we say that a Baal Chayv is from Beninus, 
how do we qualify bainanus? Is it subjective to the individual? Is it my bainanus fields? Or is there a general value system, a GIA land cert, you know, is there a general value system that says this land is, is bainanus? And that is going to be the machlekes in regards to Reb Nachman and Reb Sheshis. Reb Nachman savar zegoiva vezegoiva, that each one's going to collect. You want to know why? Kasavar bishalayin shaman. Like this, I have... One guy, right, the first guy has Bainanus, the second guy has Ziburis. So now, let's say the Ziburis guy comes to collect first. So he's going to take the Bainanus from the Bainanus guy, okay? Now, now the Bainanus guy who lost his land to the Ziburis guy comes to collect his loan. So what's he going to get? Well, he's going to get second tier land, Bainanus land, which essentially was the Ziburis. Because the guy now has the Ziburis that he originally had, plus the Bainanus that he took from you. So when you come back to collect, so Rav Nachman says, well, since we're using the individual's Bainanus, second tier land, the second tier land here for this guy is Ziburis. So he collects Bainanus from the guy and he collects Ziburis. The point is that there is a purpose in going through this exercise because one of the parties will stand to benefit. It's not just to cancel each other out. No, I'll end up with, right? If it, based on the way this works, the Ziburis guy will end up holding a Bainanus land and they're doing a land swap. So there is a there is a point in swapping out the shtaris, okay? Bishalayim, right? So the baal ziburis will collect the bainus for his chayv. The hava gabe idis, okay? Because now once he collects the bainus, again, since Rav Nachman holds, we go based on your what is your it's subjective to the individual to the loyva. Well, since I originally had ziburis and I collected bainus, well now the bainus to me is idis. It's my first class field. So the Ziburis is now my second class. Bachel collects from second class, second class fields. Vasa hu vishakel Ziburis. Rav Sheishis Amar Afuchi Matarto Lamali. Why does he say just cancel each other out? Don't bother swapping because he holds Kasavar Bishel Cholodim Hain Shaman. We we subscribe we ascribe we subscribe to a universal value system. Bainanis is Bainanis. Ziburis is Ziburis. It doesn't matter whether it's yours or mine. And therefore, again, if the Bachel collects from Zib. From Bainanus, if this Ziburis guy goes and collects the Bainanus, even though it's his idiot, the other guy comes to collect, he's going to get universal Bainanus, which is what now his idiot is, okay? And therefore, Saif Saif, Kiyasia, who Bainanus is an Afshay Kashakal. You're just taking back the same land that the Baal Ziburis was graver from you, and therefore that's the Machlaikis here again. So we have a Machlaikis, two people issue stars again. Our Machlaikis and our mission, let's just trade that, because we're going to have to get to understanding here, we're going to ask Kasha for our mission. But in our Mishnah, we wanted to know if two people are producing shtaris on each other. Obviously, the shtaris do. What's going on in our Mishnah? There's a machlekes adam and the rabbanon. Okay, the rabbanon says zev zegoiva. We're gonna those words are gonna ring important. Zev zegoiva. Now, in regards to zev zegoiva, we have a machlekes amarayim. Do we ever col- collect? Well, it depends, right? And really, it's machlekes in who's in a certain situation, again, when they all have the same three lands, so it's not going to make a difference. Of course, everyone's going to say, there's no point in swapping lands, just cancel it out. But in a certain situation, it's based on who we value. So what's, for Frech the Gemara, now, Rav Nachman, my chazis to asi balziburis beresha. So the way that Rav Nachman explained the case over here was that you had one guy with Benis, one guy with Diburis, Diburis guy came to collect first, and therefore... He now, but that's, since he came to collect first, he got the guy's bainanus. Now the bainanus is the idiot, and therefore, he, when the other guy comes to collect the land, he's going to take the ziburis, okay? Now, you started, who came first, who came second, who came third, right? It was all, it was one, two, three. You had to go in a specific order of what happened. that the is coming first. They're each producing star chayvs on each other. You're saying, because the ziburis will collect first. Okay? The kadem tabe. 
I'm sorry, my chazis to asi bal zibur spiresha, lacy bal beninus spiresha, vilig biziburis. Well, if you do it the other way around, the beninus guy comes, takes the ziburis, then the ziburis guy is going to, originally ziburis guy is going to get the beninus. Again, even though Nachman, it's subjective. So the first, the bal beninus's beninus is now idis, and the ziburis that he got from the other guy is now his beninus, and the guy's going to take the ziburis back, and you're right back into hafuchi matar to lamali, you're switching it to lahadav ligvi nihale. So the Gemara says, loitzricha de kadim tave. Ah, because. He's the Malva Muktam. The Baal Zibur is the Malva Muktam. That's what we're trying to answer. Frek the Gemara, safe, safe, Kiyasu Lamigmi, Bahadi, Adadi Kasi. No, the Shtaim Shaytsiyu Shtar Chayv Zalzad. They're both walking in the court together. So we can't have to explain. All we're trying to do now is explain the Machlegus between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshit. Everybody agrees in a situation where it's going to cancel each other out that you don't bother collecting. Okay? The question is we have to find a case. So you can't have a case that doesn't work both ways. Okay, because they're both coming together. You can't have a case that starts with, well, if, if the Baal Ziburis comes and collects first, then the Baal Bainanis, then there's a point. You can't, you can't do that. It has, to work, you have, it has to work both ways. They're both coming together. Okay, so we're just going to rework the case. One guy has Idis Ubeninis, the Isle Lechad Ziburis. Okay, now one guy has Ziburis. Now everything's going to work out. Mar Savar Bishalaihain Shaman. Machlagis is the same. Do we use the individuals or do we use the universal system? And, right, it doesn't speak it out, but at this point we can basically just work it out ourselves. Okay, so a guy has Idis and Bainanis. If the Balzi Buris comes first, he's going to collect the Bainanis. Okay, then when the Baal Idis Bainanis comes to collect, According to Reb Nachman, we're going to go based on the individual, he's going to take the Ziburis. So there was a gain, right? The Baal Ziburis ended up, he gave a Ziburis and ended up with a Bainanis. Or if it goes the other way, then, right, let's say the Baal Idis and Bainanis collects first, all the guy has is Ziburis anyway, so that's all he's going to collect anyways, okay? So according to Reb Nachman, either which way, either which party decides to collect first, there is going to be a disparate amount collected, meaning not physical dollars, but in quality of land, because we, we based what the Baal gets paid in is it's subjective to the loiva in each case, okay? And Rav says, no, that we go based on a universal system and it's always going to be Bainanis and therefore he's got to figure out how to give him, each party's got to give each other Bainanis, hafuchim atar to lamali, but cancel it out. Now, tonight, but here's going to be the kasha. The Chachamim in our Mishnah said, whatever the situation in our Mishnah is, for, that we don't really understand what the machlekes is, what are the circumstances surrounding the machlekes, whether or not we'll say that it's a good lo- loan or not. I'm the rabbanon and say zegayva v'zegayva. Right, two people produce stars on each other. Zegayva v'zegayva, which on the surface sounds like a kasha of sheishes. Rav Sheshis says never bother. Two people have a loan for the corresponding value, equal equal in value. You would never collect money from each other because you always pay based on universally rated bainanis. That's a problem, according to Rav Sheshes. So Tigre Nachman, I'll leave to Rav Sheshes. You have to learn the case in our Mishnah. Rav Sheshes will have to learn the case in our Mishnah. Okay, where one guy loaned for, first loan was for a 10-year term, and the second one was a five-year term. Okay, and the answer is, is yes, I understand when they come due, if they were to come due at the same time, then... If they were to come due at the same time, then you're right. They both have to pay the exact same land and you wouldn't go, you would just cancel it out. You wouldn't bother collecting. But over here, one loan is due, one loan's not due, and therefore that's why Zev is a Gaiva. And they're for sure the same amounts. 
Oh, yeah, we're going with the assumption of the same amounts. Yeah, yeah. Hechi dummy. Elema. Hechi dummy. Well, hechi dummy. Elema. Reshine. So now, what's the case where we're saying the loan, the, the, one's a 10 year loan, one's a five year loan? So let's try to understand which loan came first, what the situation is, where did the second, where along the first loan's dating did the second loan take place? So, let's say the first loan was a 10 year loan, okay? And then after year one, the other guy comes and says, Look, I understand that I extended you a 10 year long term loan. I need a five year loan now. So then, the question is like this. How are we going to understand? So you're saying there's two different loan amounts. Two different terms. Sorry, not two different loan amounts. Two different dates on the loan. So one loan is due, one loan is not due. And that's why, according to your you're going to collect. Because if they were both due, you wouldn't collect. You would just cancel it out. Okay? Now the problem is, now how are we going to understand the sheet of Adman and the Rabban? What's the Machlegis in our Mishnah? If you're telling me that one of the loans isn't due... And therefore, there was a second loan. So then, what are you talking about? If you're saying, what's the taina in the Mishnah? Admin says, well, if I owed you money, you would never, I would never, you, you would never come to me to, to, to loan you money. You would just collect what I owed you. And if you're telling me that the loan's not due, you gave me a 10-year loan, I gave you a five-year loan. Well, then it's a terrible taina. Admin has no taina. What are you talking about? You know why you couldn't? Collect the money, and you had to borrow money from me because the loan, my loan, wasn't due. So ha matas money, ella. So you have to say risha in the chamesh v'sheni la'aser. Okay, let's switch it around, which still doesn't really make any sense. Hechi dummy. e demate ismani mimanavshach e demate ismani my time with the rabbanon. If the loans are due, then the rabbanon have a terrible taina. The loans are due. It's a, if my loan was mature, why? If, if I owe you the money, you now need money, why would you ever borrow money from me if, if you could just collect the money? I have the money, obviously, because I loaned it to you. And if it's due, if it's mature, what's my time to to say Zev Goiva Vizev Goiva? Okay, so now, based on what we're trying to say, Rav Sheshis, the only way to make Rav Sheshis work in our Mishnah, in the Chacham of our Mishnah, is by saying that there's two different times. Well, if there's two different times, hold on a second. Then how do we understand the Machlaikis, Adman, and the Chachamim? So, like, Tzricha, so you ready? We're making a massive, okay, you want to know what the whole case of the Mishnah is? Like, Tzricha, the Asabahu Yoyma, the Mishlein Chamesh. Okay, that the second guy came to borrow the original Malveh, now came to borrow from the Leiva one day before the loan was due. And really the whole Machlechus here is, is, does a person, because he is, he's going to have access to the funds tomorrow, tomorrow the loan will be due, right? Tomorrow this Malva is coming and saying, if I came to you tomorrow, if I came to you tomorrow, I'd be able to collect the money. You have the money and my loan's due. Today the loan's not due, but I need the money today. I need it today. So now what happened? The Chachamim hold, no, that sometimes you need the money today, I need it today, this is the situation, and you would make the loan. And therefore, the fact that I have a loan that's going to be due tomorrow, meaning Adman's Taina now is based on, the guy says, look, there's no way, Adman says, there's no way that you would have borrowed money from me if you could have just waited 24 hours and gotten the money. Why would you go through borrowing the money when you could have just waited a day and collected the money? And so the Rabbanon say, no, there is such a thing as a loan for one day. Today I need the money. Okay, and therefore, my loan is legitimate. Your loan's legitimate. You have no title that my loan's not legitimate because when I came to borrow the money, that specific day, 
I couldn't collect the money from you. And Anman, Mar Savar, Anman says, Layavad Inish, Diyazef Luyayma. Anman says, like this Anman says that nobody makes a loan if I could just collect it on my own tomorrow. And therefore, the fact, so therefore, there, therefore, it must be that I didn't owe you the money, and that's the right in our mission. Now, what it comes down to is, so what it comes down to is, that's the way to, only way to explain the mission that's going to make sense in Rav Sheshis. That's the Machlekes here. Is there such a thing as a loan? Would I borrow money if I could just collect the money that you owe me tomorrow, yes or no? The Rabbanans say, yeah, you would make that loan, and therefore you have no taina that, that my loan is not a good loan. And Adman says, and Adman says that you wouldn't make that loan, and therefore it is a right, it's a good taina. Either way, according to Rav Sheshis, you want to know why it's collectible? Because Lamaisa, Lamaisa, they're not on the same day. Then one's not due, one's due, one's not due. Okay, and therefore they're both collectible. The next day comes this one's collectible, the next one comes that one's collectible. Now, that's one way of explaining the Mishnah. He's going to change the game. No, we're talking about Yusayimim. It's not about where I borrowed money when the other money wasn't due, when the money you owed me wasn't due, but rather, we're dealing with Yusayimim because Yusayimim have a very specific deal. The Yasmi Migbagavi. Again, you want to know Rav Sheshes, Zevizegaiva, Rav Sheshes says, Rav Sheshis holds hafuchim lamali, meaning if there was two balei chayv, we exchange, I come to court with my shtar chayv, you come with yours, we're just going to cancel out. We're not going to bother going through the process of collecting. We're not going to say you're collecting. According to Rav Sheshis, well, how is it zev is a Ah, the case in our Mishnah is we're dealing with Yusayimim. And in Yusayimim, we're not going to collect from Bainanis. And Rav Sheshis, again, the whole machlegis was, since we're going with universal Bainanis, for Baal chayv, Therefore, never collect. No, there's an exception here because once you say him, what's going on? Says the Gemara, how can be Do you say him migbagavi? You say him if money was owed to their father would collect that those funds. However, you cannot collect from you say him. Okay? What are you talking about? Zegai Vizegai Katani. Ah. So what does it really mean? Right? It would have been it would have been Roy Lagabas, but you're not really collecting. To which Rava says, I'm a Rava, one second, stay chuvas bedaver. First of all, Chada, the Mishnah says, katani. That's not gonna work. You can't change a gaiva to a Roy Lagabas. But I'd either way, Ligvalu Ara Liyasmi, Bilehadilakbinu Minayu. Well, we can play with the order. Go ahead and let the Yusayimim collect the land from the Baal of their father. Right? One, guy, one guy here died and it went to the Yusayimim. So now the Yusayimim can collect, we're saying. And then even if you want to say Roy Lagavis, which I don't agree to, says Rabbah, but like this, still, let the Yusayimim go ahead and collect the land. And the din is that, yes, you can't collect from the Yusayimim, but the din is if the Yusayimim collected a land and their father owed money somewhere else, that land is collectible and we've had this before. So now, can they, right? We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But let them. Well, the Gemara is going to ask that. The Gemara is going to say that later. Because Rav Nachman, the Amr Rav Nachman, Amr Rav Barvu, Yisaimim Shegavu Karka BeChayvus Abiyem Bal Chayv Chayzer VeGayvus Amehen Kasha. So two Kashas. Number one, it can't be Royal Gavus. The Mishnah says Gavoy. And number two, even with Yasmin, you can't tell me that the reason in our Mishnah, according to Rav Sheshes Zegayva Zegayva, is because one is not really going to be collected. 
and therefore you can't cancel now because one doesn't get collected. What are you talking about? Of course, they should both be collected. If they're both being collected, it cancels each other out. If we're going universal system, universal rating system. So again, how do we understand if you hold a fuchim atar why in our Mishnah do we say zegayva? Okay, so it's kasha, shver on this answer of Rami. Now the Gemara just has one final thing to allude to what you were saying is velukma de isluhu liyasmi ziburis. Why don't we come up with a case where the Yisemim have ziburis? Again, why don't we say similar to like what we said in the, in, it's Yisemim, but it's similar to the other answer. We don't have to come up with this whole case of five years and ten years and a delay, right? What you're avoiding here is explaining the Mishnah in a case of delay. Both loans are due, but the problem is, both loans are due, but the problem is that, both loans are due, the problem is, is that the Yisemim um, you, you can't collect from them the same way. And why don't we say, Okay, because even the Inami, even in Shishita, who, who says, where normally you go after universal systems, still, so why don't we say the Yisayim have Ziburis? Really, we will collect from them, but it'll be Ziburis. And you want to know why in our Mishnah, Rav Sheshish holds Zegav, Zegav, since it's Yisayim, and since you can only collect from Ziburis from the Yisayim, and even though we go with universal rating system, in this specific situation, because it's the assignment, one guy is going to pay Bainanus, one guy is going to pay Zibur's, and therefore, every, like we said, everybody agrees if there's something to be gained, we are going to go through the process of counter-collecting on each other. So the says, Hani, Mili, no. Here, again, you have to remember, what are the circumstances? They're coming to court together. They're walking to court together. Hani, Mili, that's when we have to go get from the assignment to pay so then we only take ziburis. Hani mili hecha deloy tafas. Abel hecha de tafas, tafas. And over here, they're coming to court together. They're both going to be tafas. I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab and land right back. So therefore, if he grabbed Bainanis, when we go as Bezdin to go sell from Yisam, then it's only Zibur, but if, Ziburis. But if the guy himself is going to grab land, he has rights to the land, then he's going to be high of it. And therefore, this Eitza is not going to be a good Eitza. We blive Shver on Rami. Okay, and we're, we, we end up having to explain our Mishnah with the case of the five years and the ten years and the, the day before the five, fifth year is when he made the second loan. Okay, and that's the Machlekes and Anman. Do, essentially, the Machlekes in our Mishnah is do we make a loan for one day? Let's go weiter to the next Mishnah. Shalash Artsais Lunisuin. There are three lands in regards to Nisuin. Now, what does this mean? Meaning, three lands in Eretz Yisrael, that's first of all, just understand. In Eretz Yisrael, there's three, right, three uh, counties or three lands. Yehuda ve'ever, Hayardin v'agalil. So those would be the three lands, okay, meaning that if you married a woman in one of them, you can't force her to go to another land. Ain might see and may ear le ear. So even if it's from a similar size city, from one land to the other, you can't change her locale. So... Okay, umi krach krach, or from a large, so ear ear is a standard size city, like the suburbs. Okay, krach krach would be the big cities. Okay. So you can't take her to one of the other three lands, but you could, but you could, um, within, within the same land, you could move her from similar city size. So if it was a smaller city, smaller city, larger city, larger city. Now, <laughs> Taisa says that if it was a Ben, let's say Ben Yehuda, one of the lands, She'iris Begalil, Oy Ben Galil, She'iris Yehuda, so this would only be if they want to move afterwards. But let's say we would go based on where the husband is, and if he's really from Galil, and he's uh, being Ma'aris, a lady in Yehuda, then he could bring her, that the Kedushin was done, Aldas, that she's going to come to his house, that she's going to come live where he is, okay, and that is the standard understanding within the Kedushin. So we're saying that here that a husband can't move or if they're from the same land, let's say they're both in Yehuda, then the husband can't move her, even to the same size city, 
in another one of these lands in Galil. So even within the same area, Yehuda, Galil, Eber, Yardin, you can't move from a ear to a krach or a krach to an ear. Okay, which we'll have to see why. You can force the lady out of a bad, bad neighborhood to Navahayafa, to a good neighborhood. Okay, you can't force her to move from a good neighborhood to a bad neighborhood. Even from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood. Okay, we'll have to see what that means. What does it mean? Nafa yafa baidek. It, 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 it inspects the person. So now, let's just go through this. Number one, says the Gemara Bishlam, let me crack the ear. So I understand why you can't move somebody from a krach to a city. To be krach shichichi komili. Big cities got everything. Okay, I don't have to, I don't have to, uh, you know, I'm not going to be limited to the selections of living out in the sticks. So big cities got everything. So I understand that you can't move the lady out of big city. <laughs> However, be, huh? But, yeah, they didn't have Amazon. Why can't we go ahead, if a big cities are so much better, why can't we force them to move from the suburbs to a big city? We see that it's very difficult. Rashi explains, what does he mean? It's very stuffy. They live one on top of each other. Okay, they ain't shamavir. There's no air right out in the suburbs. You got, you got, you got, you have space to breathe. I will be irish ganos to pardesim smuch on the bottom. Right, we have backyards. So again, this is exactly right. So yes, in the big city, there's more happening, but there's no place to breathe. So how do we know that yeshivas krachim kashish? Never, as the pasuk says, vayivarchu am lechola nashim hamisnadim l'shem es yushalayim that we needed to give the people in yushalayim a bracha. Elamai, why? Because it was difficult to live there. Because they were on top of each other. Okay, so then we said that the way to machlekes in Tanakam of Shimon Gamliel, can I move a woman from a good, from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood? Upgrade. And Rav Shimon Gamliel says you still can't. Why not? Because we said hayafa What does this mean? My that any time a change of locale can cause a change in the woman's vest, and a change in the vest is an illness. Right, it causes illness, and therefore any change is bad, and therefore you can't force any change. That's what Rishon Gamliel holds. Kasev is safer than Sira. Call you may ani roim that all right that it just stinks to be an ani. Why? Va'ika Shabbos is v'yamim tayvim. Everybody eats good food on Shabbos and Yantif. Change is bad. So you're right. They're gonna eat good food on Shabbos, but it's gonna work against them too because they're so used to eating garbage food. When they finally eat good food, it's not gonna agree with them then you're not used to it, and therefore it's also bad for them. So, call you may ani rhyme, no matter what, the ani has worse, right? It's double down. Then, Sira, where do we see a different, af leilois. Okay, even the nights for an ani, life just stinks. They, they can't eat, they can't even eat good food, they can't enjoy it, it hurts them. And, beshuffle gagim ganu, right? Where do they buy houses? The lowlands. Nobody wants to be in the lowlands. You know what you get? The junk from everybody else's roof. And where do they get fields? They get fields in the highlands. That's where your best fields are in the valley. That's where the most lush ones, right? That's where everything sludges, all the nutrients comes down and settles in the valley. Those are the best fields. Where do they end up getting? They, they have to go through the same effort to water their fields up top and everybody else benefits. Just stinks to be an onion. Okay? That they get, they get the worst of everything. From the rain, right? They, they get everybody else's rain runoff on their roofs. Okay, and they 
give their offer, meaning their nutrients from their land, ends up going down to the people in the lowlands, stinks to be an ani. Okay, Zakta Mishnah. Hakol Ma'alam Eretz Yisrael Ve'en Hakol Maitzian. Everybody, okay, Hakol Ma'alam Es Bidei Besa, meaning you can force, husband and wife, we'll see, it goes both ways, can force to move to Eretz Yisrael Ve'en Hakol Maitzian, and you cannot force out of Eretz Yisrael. Now, the Ramban, there's a, a the Ramban holds that mitzvah malon l'eretz Yisrael is a mitzvah, mitzvah shishivas baaretz is a mitzvah dal raisa. The Rambam holds, it's not in Sefer mitzvahs, so he certainly doesn't hold it's a mitzvah dal raisa. There's a discussion uh, among the Mepharshim whether the Rambam holds that it's a mitzvah dal rabbanon, or is it just a hechitimsa to be able to be, to do mitzvah satuliyas baaretz. And we'll see some other shivas here in a second. Okay, so ve'en hakol malon l'eretz Yisrael ve'en hakol moitzian. Hakol malon l'yushalayim, Everybody can force to move to Yerushalayim. You can't, right? You can't force to move out of Yerushalayim. Men or women. And we quoted this before. And this is essentially comes, this comes to bear whether Ksuba is the rice or the Rabbanon, as the Gemara is going to prove out. If you marry a woman in Eretz Yisrael and you divorce her in Eretz Yisrael. So where was the Shibut of the Ksuba created? In Eretz Yisrael. Both were in Eretz Yisrael over here. So then, that's simple. Where was the Sheba created? In Eretz Yisrael. Also simple. The Sheba, the Ksuba, was created in Eretz Yisrael. Now, Eretz Yisrael's value money was worth less than Kaputki. Kaputki was worth more. Okay? So here, look what's interesting. Says the Tanakhama. Okay, we can still, we want to upgrade Eretz Yisrael, and therefore, even though the Shibut was created in Kaputkia with Kaputkia dollars, which are more valuable, still could pay the Ksuba in Eretz Yisrael dollars. Yishim Galil argues, he says, no. The Shibut was created in Kaputkia, you got to give her Kaputkia money. Everyone's going to agree that if, right, if it took place, both the Shibut and the divorce took place, they never ended up moving to Eretz Yisrael, then you'd have to pay Kapok Yidal. Zuck the Gemara. Now we're just going to try to understand what does it mean, Hakol Ma'alin? What does it mean, Hakol, everybody? Hakol Ma'alin, Lasuye Mai, Lasuye Avadim. Okay, then in Evid Ivri, you can force an Evid Ivri to come with you to Eretz Yisrael. Ulamanda Tani Avadim. And there is a Tana that holds in our Mishnah that would list Avadim in there as well. Isha, Ishvi, Isha, Avadim. So then, what's the Hakol? The Hakol has to come and tell me something. That is, Behedya, Lasuye, Mai. What's the Hakol? Lasuye, Minava, Yafalinava, Ra. Okay, that is to, to tell me this idea that I could even go from a Nava Hayafa in Chutzlaretz to a Nava Hara in Eretz Yisrael. I can force, even though we're downgrading neighborhoods. What does it mean in Akol Matzin? Lasuye, Mai, Lasuye, Eved, Shebarach, Mi Chutzlaretz. In Eved, this is an Eved Kanani. So we cannot, even in Eved Kanani, we can't force him out of Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> Damrinan, right, he, he escaped. He escaped. He made his way underground railroad to Eretz Yisrael. We can't even force an Evakanani out of Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because it's still an Indian of Yeshiva's Eretz Yisrael. We want it to be more populated. And therefore, sell him here. Okay, you got to sell him here. You can't export him back out. To recapture your Eved. Back into Chutzar. Takom Ma'alim Yushalayim that everybody can force to go into Yushalayim. Lasuim Ma'alim Lasuim Minav Ayafal and Ra. Okay, that again, even the same idea when it comes to just like we said by Eretz Yisrael, even by Yushalayim, we could even force from a bad neighborhood to a good neighborhood. Bad neighbor, uh, sorry, from a good neighborhood to a bad neighborhood. You're living in a good neighborhood somewhere else in Eretz Yisrael. You can still force them to go to a bad neighborhood in Yushalayim. Bein Akom Matzim Lasuim Ma'alim Lasuim Afilu Minav Ra Lasuim Ayafal. Okay, that even. 
that we can force from even a Navahara to Navayafa. Okay, that, sorry, you cannot force out of Yushalayim. You can't take somebody, even, if, even with a promise of a better location. Now, Tesis here quickly addresses, I don't understand. Why don't we just say the same thing we said, Eved Kanani? So he says, Eved Kanani is good in Eretz Yisrael, bad in Yushalayim. We don't want more. It's, it's already, it's hard enough to live there as it is. There's too many people. So Yeshiva's Eretz is good for Eretz Yisrael, but if Yushalayim, it's not good. So we have to come up with a different reason of why Ain might see in, uh, because we would actually export an Eved Kanani out of Yushalayim. But I did a ton of Reish, Ain might see in, a ton of Seif, and Ami might see in. Okay. Now, which is interesting. Um, I'll say it in a second. Who I'm So he says, he says, I want to go to Eretz Yisrael, and she says, I'm not interested. We force her to go. She refuses to go. So he divorces her, doesn't give her ksuba. She says, I want to go to Eretz Yisrael, but who I'm I'm not interested in going to Eretz Yisrael, moving there. We force him. Okay, he emeres lotzes. She says, "I want to leave Eretz Yisrael." Who emeres lotzes? He says, "I want to stay." Kaifin asay shaloy lotzes. Vim laf takes it like suva. Who emeres lotzes? Vim emeres shaloy lotzes. Kaifin asay shaloy lotzes. Vim laf yotiv yitink suva. Again, if she's withholding, she loses her suva. If he's withholding, he has to pay the suva. Now, um, Tosus here says, by the way, who emeres lotzes? Ain't I knowing bismana zed the ikas sakanas durachim that this wouldn't be nageya because it's a sakana. I guess bismana zed in Tosus's times. I don't think uh, flying on a dreamliner qualifies as sakana. And interesting, Vahaya Oimer, another interesting Shatosis just says, I would be remiss without mentioning it, Vahaya Oimer, Rabbeinu Chayim, even not because it's a sakana, the Achshav ain't a mitzvah, Lader Be'eretz Yisrael, there's no mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael, Kiyesh Kama Mitzvah Satulis Ba'aretz. In fact, it can work against you because there's a lot of things to be careful of. Shemitah, Meiser, Trumas, Meiseris, right? Ve'kama Einchin, De'enon Yuchayim Lizar Behemelam and Eleim. Interesting Tosis. Tesis says that because of the mitzvahs, there's many pitfalls that you might not be able to keep these properly, and therefore there is no achshav in a mitzvah of the Eretz Yisrael. Okay, let's... All or the rice or the woman? Again, that would be subject... Tesis seems to be saying, is quoting this Rebbein Chaim that right now there's, that there is no mitzvah at all. It sounds like one shouldn't. Um, like I said, the Ramban holds the rice. Rambam, hechetim said to do mitzvah, is definitely a good thing. Right, but not a mitzvah daraisa. Nasa isha. So the Gemara says, Nasa, and we're going to see, the Gemara is going to go into all the benefits of Eretz Yisrael. So it's obviously the benefits of Eretz Yisrael are, are uh, in abundance. Nasa isha. So again, this was talking about where the Shibut of the Ksuba was created. We're going to have an Akasha and a Tanakama. I don't understand. You're going bust her Shibut. So if he married a woman in Kaputkia and divorces her in Eretz Yisrael, how could he get out of paying the Kaputkia money? You pay We see we go based on where your collection is. Is it Shibut or collection? Which one is it? Amaraba, no, really we go based on Shibut, except Therefore, we can go after the more makel place the money is owed versus Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that no, if the Shiva was created in Kaputkia, you got to pay Kaputkia money. Now, just to see in regards to Shibud claims money collected, what dollars do you pay? That's what we're going based on what our Mishnah just said. So let's say the star was written in contracted in Babel, Magbiyai Mimais Babel. So you gotta pay in Babylonian dollars. Cost of by Eretz Yisrael, Magbiyai Mimais Eretz Yisrael. If it was written Eretz Yisrael, you pay in Eretz Yisrael dollars. Cost of by Stam, if it just said dollars, right? Let's say like US Canadian dollars, right? Uh, where it just said dollars, or in those points, slime, right? So then 
We don't know. It didn't, it didn't say. There was a contract. It didn't, it didn't write the location of where the loan took place. And it just said, you owe $100, 100 slime. We don't know, is it, uh, right, Babel or Yisrael, Canadian or U.S. dollars? We have no idea. Okay, so therefore, we're going to, Babel, we're going to go based on where you collected the star. The star was produced for collection. Whatever, wherever it was produced, that's, who, that's what has to be paid. Let's see, Babel, Magyar, Babel. Let's see, Kasev by Kasev, Stam. If it just said silver, 100, 100 silver, okay? Now, we don't know what type of silver, he could use whatever silver coin he wants. And this is not like ksuva. Now, the wants to understand ahaya. When, when we're saying <coughs> what are we talking about? We're not talking about the last case, but I'm going that we're going like the Tanakhama, not like Rishim Gamliel, meaning that even though the loan, we're going to go based on the Shibut of the loan, in the ratio, we're going to go lakula, ksuba de rabbanon lakula, and we're not going to be bound to this, even though when it comes to loans, we're going to go based on the shibba de ksuba de raisa. So we're going not like Rishim Gamliel holds ksuba de raisa, but rather like the Tanakhama holds ksuba de rabbanon. Kasev by kesev stam. We said that if it says in the shtar, again, a loan document, it just says kesev stam, kesev stam, it just says silver. Masha yird salayva bagboy. He can pay with whatever coins he wants. Ve'ima nascha. Maybe it means he has to pay in silver bars, and Tysus explains that's much more expensive. How can he get away with just paying coins? It said silver. Maybe it means uh, silver, right? Not silver coins, but real silver bars. No, we're talking about a star that says coins. What about little, like, priti are like the little disgusting coins. Okay? So why can't he pay with those? Why is he saying he has to pay in silver dollars? Amar of Papa, priti the kasvale of the inchi. We don't make pritim of kasva, it's only made in the chesh, it's only made of garbage material, and therefore it cannot have referred to, he can't get away with paying uh, garbage currency. He's got to pay real coins because it said Madbea, doesn't have to pay silver bars because it didn't say Madbea, but the Levit can use, since it didn't specify a locale and it said Kesef Stam, it didn't say of what uh, location, so then he could use whichever uh, Kesef he would like.